get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Major League Spring Training Camps around Florida and Arizona getting set to open this week. And with that being the case, Michelle and I are going to take a trip around the NL Central and we're going to preview each team. And today that team is the Pittsburgh Pirates. And they have a local product. Highland, Illinois' Jeff Hartlieb is also a Lindenwood product. And he's with us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line on 101 ESPN. Jeff, great to have you with us. Thanks for taking some time. How's it going? Great. How are you guys? I appreciate you having me on. We're, we're excited, and we know that you're joining us this early because you've got a workout. You're you're ready to go. How long have you been down there, and how are you feeling? Feeling great. We uh, we came down last Wednesday. Just uh, try to get down a couple days before testing and get settled. And uh, right now we're just going through the self-isolation stuff before we can actually get to team workouts and everything. Jeff, what's that like for you? Because I imagine for players, you're getting a, a list of all of these protocols and you're trying to get in a rhythm with your routine, but you're also trying to be safe. What's it been like for you to try to balance those two things? Yeah, absolutely. It's been pretty crazy, honestly, trying to figure out where to throw, how to throw. Uh, I've got to say, weighted balls, I've just kind of hung a towel up over one of the, the metal poles in our garage here at our place down there and throw into the throw into the towel for the last couple of days. That's all I can really do because we're not supposed to be around anybody. Uh, and like you said, it is kind of tough because you get into a pretty serious schedule and you have a throwing program they've, they've put in place over the whole off season. And then you get down here and it's like five days in a row of not playing catching anybody. And then your first day there, they want a bullpen. So yeah, it's a little tough. It's just different. And Jeff, I would imagine that you're getting a little bit too used to this after the shutdown last year. You guys are in Bradenton getting ready to go, and they shut things down. And for that time when we were quarantined, a lot of players didn't have the opportunity to work out. Have you found a way, uh, aside from just going into the garage and throwing into a towel, have you found other ways to keep yourself in reasonable baseball condition? Yeah. uh, Luckily, it's beautiful down here. It's not cold like it is back home. I've been very thankful for that, so can go outside and go for a run and work out and do all that stuff. But, you know, not the usual facilities you used to have and for getting ready for a season, that's for sure. All this stuff kind of throws you for a curve. And like you said, last year during spring training, it was it was crazy. Everything got shut down. It was uh, – I was not expecting it. So, hoping everything gets back to normal here soon and uh, we can just have regular spring training as business as usual. And by the way, Jeff, your timing is great because Highland today, they're going to have like five to seven inches of snow. It's zero oh, degrees right now. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not missing that at all. That's for sure. We got out just in time. Yeah, it's, it's miserable here. You absolutely got in time, out of time. Don't worry about it. Um, well, it seems like even with all the disruptions and the new protocols put into place last season, it didn't really Im- impact your performance based on what you did in 2019 as opposed to 2020. It seemed like things were trending up for you. What was the difference for you from 2019 to 2020 that let you have those improvements? I think the biggest thing was the surgery I had in the off season, the surgery I had a fracture in my foot that I was pitching on in 2019 for a, a good portion of it. And 
I didn't know at the time, and it was just affecting the way I was doing stuff. It's uh, little things, especially in the foot, where everything just kind of goes from there, my right foot. Uh, and last year, we made, some, we made some adjustments. My pitching coach back home, Sam Weber, who I'm good friends with and work with still. He's my high school pitching coach, actually, at Highland. Uh, we've done a lot of work to just try and get back to where I'm, I'm feeling good and balanced and healthy, and uh, I feel even more so now. I'm really excited about this year and taking a step forward on what we what we built last year a little bit. Pirates right-hander Jeff Hartlieb from Highland, Illinois, and Lindenwood joining us on 101 ESPN with Carriker and Smallman. And Jeff, I saw this with the Cardinals in the 90s, and you don't remember this, you're too young, but they had a really young team that had the opportunity to grow together, and then most of those guys were around when the Cardinals actually won a division in 96. How do you approach things with the Pirates with such a young group? Do you do you look at it that way? Hey, we're, we're a young team, but at some point we're going to mature into a team that really has a chance to do something. Absolutely. I think you look at it as just a, a one huge opportunity. I mean, we uh, obviously everyone's seen we've traded away a lot of our older guys this year, and like you said, we've a very, very young team. I would say I'm I'm middle of the road on age in terms of oldest guys we have, and that's pretty crazy to think about, honestly. Uh, but it's just it's just a huge opportunity, you know. There's no one expects a lot out of us this year, and that's fine. But we've got some young, talented guys, and I think it'd be really fun. And a lot of these guys will show during spring training all the stuff they've been doing to get ready for this, and. Everyone who's got traded over obviously wants to make a name for themselves, too. So you throw all that together, and you never know what can happen. It's a long season. Well, and, hey, last year in the shortened season, we saw the Marlins beating the Cubs in the playoffs. You said anything can happen, so it it can, right? No doubt about it, and that's a a great example. No one expected that from them, and look what they did, especially with going through those protocols, and they had to sit out and mess a bunch of games and everything. They were playing with guys from their, you know, the middle of the pack of their taxi squad there, and so – yeah, anything can happen. It's uh, Last year was a shortened season, but 162 is a heck of a long run. Jeff, you said that no one really expects a lot out of your team. You know, we as fans or as media members, we read about predictions and about the Pocota projections and all of these things, and we get upset about them. But from a player standpoint and from a team standpoint, is that something that you guys even pay attention to? I don't think so. Uh, I don't even know what that word you just said was. If that tells you anything. Uh, <laughs> So I, I think you just kind of look at it from a personal perspective. Uh, you try and take care of what you can. And other than that, there's not really much other thing to worry about. It's obviously a team game. And uh, the wins come or they don't. But if you can take care of your job, uh, that's the first step. Everybody else takes care of theirs. And you, know, you can put some, put some wins together. That's all, that's all you can really do and you can think about personally. It's too long of a season and too hard of a game to worry about much more than that. Well, I know, Jeff, that you'll probably be paying attention to the other teams in your division. And as a local guy, I'm sure you have a lot of Cardinal fans in your friend and family circle. So what was your reaction and what was the reaction of your teammates when you heard that the Cardinals got Nolan Arenado? Uh, Finally, I guess would be the best (laughs) way to put it. uh, I feel like I've been here about that since I was in college. Uh, It's probably not been quite that long, but that deal has been talked about for a while. And it's pretty cool that they finally got it done. I know everyone around home is excited and my Twitter afterwards, you think I was just following Cardinals fans and no, no power people at all. So <laughs> you guys are definitely excited about that, and I can't blame you at all. He's a great player. Hey, Jeff, what was it like a couple of years ago when you came here into St. Louis with the Pirates and you'd never pitched in St. Louis? I'm sure you grew up a Cardinal fan, went to a lot of Cardinal games as a kid, but then you're standing on that mound against the Cardinals at Bush Stadium. What was that like? It was uh, one of the coolest things I think I'll probably ever do, honestly running out from the bullpen you know I heard a little bit of a cheer from behind me I had a lot of family and friends sitting out near the bullpen and so 
just hearing that when I first ran out was really cool and kind of just kind of solidified the moment for me. And once I got out there, I didn't really think about it too much. But I will say before the game, the first day we were there, coming out for batting practice and just kind of stopping the top step because, you know, I've been right behind that dugout quite a few times watching, like you said. And actually being on there and seeing the arch and just looking around, I mean, it's hard to describe how cool it was. It's just as cool as you think it might be, honestly. That's awesome. And it, it had to be weird last year to come in here without fans. Because, oh, boy, yeah. Right? Yeah, my uh, my wife and my mother and father-in-law actually went out to Ballpark Village and they sat in the bleachers up there and they tried to watch a game. It was raining or whatever. We had a couple of doubleheaders and we were in town at one point. And uh, it was extremely weird not being able to see anybody when I came back, just kind of having to sit in the hotel and stay inside. You know, I've never, I've never done that. I didn't even know the West End was a hotel until two years ago right there. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's weird. And I hope that season's not like this. But if it is, you know, we'll do what we can to get it done. Okay, Jeff, so last night doing some research on you, I have to ask you about your, your social media handles. It says it's yeah. Jeff, not Jeff. Your name is spelled G-E-O-F-F. So obviously for you to make it your social media handles, this is something that you're dealing with. How often do people try to call you G-Off? Uh, more than you might think. It's <laughs> honestly a nickname that just kind of turned into, in college, a lot of people called me that. A lot of my teammates and everyone I knew there, they called me G-Off because of the social media handle, I think, more than anything. And, uh, I don't mind the name at all. It's a little different. I'm okay with that. My parents did it for a reason. That's fantastic. Uh, Jeff, have a great spring. Have a great season. And we look forward to seeing you here in St. Louis when the Pirates come to town. And uh, we really do appreciate your time this morning. I really appreciate you. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thanks. Take care. That's Jeff Hartlieb of the Pirates on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.